3: Welcome to the show. You know, we start on a sad hey! note. I just saw this on my drive-in. What'd you see? The late, now great Gaylord Perry has mm. left this earth.
2: Yes, we saw that.
3: 84 years old. He was the spitballer. He wrote a book. He was a the cheater. Spitter, and me, and got into the Hall of Fame. Can you imagine? That'd be like Barry Bonds writing a book, Me and the Roids.
2: Man, it's doing and this. he still got in. It's still got in.
0: He's
4: I so
2: know we're not going down this road, but it's it's ridiculous that Bonds and so, so I agree with those you. guys are not we'll, we'll, yeah. we're we'll save
3: that we're for the post cleveland yeah, we're, season we're gonna do
2: that we're gonna do that for a spring it's training absurd day, yeah right,
3: right? yeah yeah like non-football season topic yeah. but you're right I, yeah. I agree with you but i just thought it was worth a mention because yeah. he did play for about half of the major league teams <laughs> i remember there was a sports illustrated article late in his career where he posed with all of the hats that he had worn in his career right and, and it was over 10 it was well over 10 Um, and his time here in Cleveland was, was interesting the the team sucked, but at one stretch, maybe in 75 or six or so, he won 15 games in a row. And as a 10 year old kid, I mean, I was immersed in it, man. I was, and I think that
2: might still be a record McNuggets. Unlike today with you guys all being immersed on some, some cheating scandal of, uh, uh, on eight, I don't even know who these people are. You That's, did not know you who You guys were, were sending 32 you, texts you gotta stay about abreast. two uh, people. Was it Good Morning America? Good Morning America. the hosts are sleeping with each robot. Yeah. I and have and no yeah. idea who those people yeah, are, yeah. nor do I care. But, like, you guys were sending something many text. Like, I was involved in it
3: because my daughter was co-workers uh, to both for years yeah. before she left.
4: And oh, okay. she knows both of them very, very well. By the way, Gaylord Perry just snuck <clears throat> all the way into... Uh, pop culture. See, I'm a video game expert, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a historian. There was a game called uh, 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 Major League Baseball. And, Coleco? Uh, no, it wasn't on Coleco. It was, it was on uh, In the, television. No, it wasn't on television. Atari. It was on regular Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Those games were terrible back then, by terrible. the way. Terrible. horrible. Awful. Yeah. Um, but Gaylord Perry made it into this game and you used to actually be able to put a controller input, input where they would actually spit on the ball. and <laughs> it, it, it would be a box in the bottom of the screen and, and you show them spitting on the ball, a little <laughs> drop will go on it and when you threw it, yeah. it was impossible to <laughs> hit. <laughs> However, if you threw three spitballs in a game, the ref threw you out and you, you lose the pitcher for the rest of the game. <laughs> well, so I- you should only throw that with jump pitchers. That's just a little he, something he, right he there. He really is quite a study because he, for a long time, it was the
3: psychology of what he was doing that was screwing with hitters. He had this routine, much like Mike Hargrove did, at when he would bat, where he would, you know, tug on right, everything. Right, right. Before every pitch, he would look in, and Gaylord had longer hair, and it was it was greasy, and you know he would do this right here behind his, and he would go like this, and he was, and underneath his belt, and people knew he was doing it. That the opposing team, other team, knew that he was putting like a skin lube-type material on the ball so he could throw this incredible spitball. But I, as far as I know, he was only caught and ejected once. Uh, I, I do remember one time they actually went to the shower and they made him take off his uniform. <laughs> the umpire stood there and they looked to, see, to try to find where it was. He was tricky, but uh, I, I he was actually, always one of I, my favorites. And I called
0: him a couple years ago. Did you? When the sticky stuff was first coming, becoming a thing and right. banning the substances, I called him. And he had COVID oh, and I, wow. I feel, and he served, this was like in the, in the teeth of COVID. Right. I feel like, and he sur- I talked to his wife and she said, Gaylord's not feeling well. He's got COVID. He'll talk to you when he's feeling better. And I thought I called our desk and said, just so you know, yeah. Hall of Fame pitchers got COVID this isn't looking too good. Get the old bit ready. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And he pulled through and survived. And unfortunately, I dropped the ball and never called him back.
3: That would have oh. been a really interesting conversation. <laughs> I know. Now you're kicking now yourself. Like, because today, that I would have I saw it this morning. Was like, that oh, column would be man. trending today. Kind of yeah. like
0: the Browns dropping the ball and
2: not having Deshaun Watson speak. Yet. And that's where we start. Before go. we there dive into go. the topic,
3: I want to mention yeah. this. Joe Thomas, one of our favorite guests for sure, on yeah. the program He's going to join us at the top of the noon hour. We're going to talk about a lot of things Browns, Deshaun Watson. I also want to get his thoughts on Jeff Saturday. He had some strong comments yeah. on Saturday being hired. We're going to play this game that McNuggets is super excited about. It's called Drop in the Bucket. Drop in the Bucket. None yeah. of us even know what the hell it is no or clue. how it's played. He's going to explain it, so learn with us what Drop in the Bucket is. Hopefully, it catches on. A couple of your games have, a couple of them have not. Um, Maurice Clarette, no fence riders. We'll probably give him some time to take a little victory lap. He was telling us the last three or four weeks of the regular season, this Buckeye team is too soft, no nasty, too mm-hmm. cute. Michigan has it, and uh, I'm sure he's got some strong thoughts on that. Aditi is a, a very slim hope that she calls in. We want to get her thoughts on where we're starting. Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson not speaking to the media yesterday. When we talked to Aditi earlier in the week, she had every expectation that he would be made available to her and the CBS crew, she's doing mm-hmm. the game, in Houston on Saturday ahead of their broadcast. That's customary. The teams always bring the their coaches and the quarterbacks and they have a conversation so they can be more educated on the game plan during the game. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that is still going to happen because everything we're hearing, and Jason, you can talk to this, is that even though Deshaun wasn't made available yesterday, which was a shock to some, he will speak before the game. Tell us what you know.
0: Yeah, I f- was asking around yesterday, so does this mean he's not going to talk until post game Sunday? I was told, no, he is going to talk, which leaves today or tomorrow. The Friday news dump type thing makes a lot of sense. You just wait until Friday. But the Browns are going to open the locker room here in about 10 minutes. So,
2: so we'll so know soon. I well heard he may today. speak today. In a very right. P- and I was then, hearing yesterday and then for he sure. Just wanted to practice first, supposedly before. And that's understandable. Yeah. I want
3: to. I want to get
2: something from you,
3: Jason. You've been the beat guy mm-hmm. that covers all of these things. How rare is it for a starting quarterback to not be available to media on Wednesdays?
0: Very rare. Yeah, that's what I. I, I, I can't recall. I'm, I'm sure it's happened. I mean, I did the NBA for ten years, but right. the last four I've been in, in the NFL world. I can't recall. The quarterback not talking. I don't on, either. Unless he's hurt, obviously, but if he's, and even if he's hurt, then the replacement Well, it's talks. usually
3: if he's hurt and he's taking treatment at that time. Yeah. Sometimes they'll use that as an excuse. I, I thought it was, I was surprised because um, not only did Aditi say that, oh no, the Browns aren't going to do that. That's not who they are. They're going to make him available. But we also talked to Mary Kay Cabot. She had every expectation that he would be made available mm. on Wednesday. And I was also told from some media members yesterday that there were Members of the national media that were in, oh, lots of with things. every expectation that he was going to talk yesterday. Are yeah. so you we we have her Aditi. now?
1: We, we
5: got her right now. She has oh, ten okay.
1: minutes. Let's bring her on
5: right let's, now. Let's what's up, it.
1: Aditi? Aditi,
3: what's your what's your reaction to
5: Deshaun not speaking yesterday? Can you can you see the weight on my shoulders right yes, now? Do yes, you see yes, yes <laughs> we can. Yeah, I know it's it's a stressful. Actually, week. I said this on the radio earlier that. I wake up at 3 a.m. usually with anxiety and I poke awake my husband and I say I'm having a panic attack. Last night I did it at 11 before I even went to sleep and I said, Matt, I'm having anxiety. I just I don't. So yes, it is disappointing that Deshaun didn't speak yesterday. I still believe that he's going to speak before the game. We certainly as the broadcast crew at CBS have every expectation that we are talking to him in the production meeting, which is he is the starting quarterback. I, I don't know how we could possibly do the game without speaking to the starting quarterback. Every single week of the season, we have spoken to the starting quarterback for both teams of the games that we're calling. Even last week, we had a Texans game. We had a Dolphins-Texans game, and we didn't know who the starter was until Friday. We talked to Kyle Allen on Saturday. So yeah. I think Deshaun will talk. I do think that the Browns are very, very good, Jay, at you know hitting it head-on and not allowing speculation to percolate. Maybe Deshaun wanted one extra day. I mean, this is not – it's not as if this has never happened before. I remember earlier in the season when Kenny Pickett was replacing Mitch Trubisky. I think he spoke on a Thursday and not a Wednesday. So, again, I sort of want to say there's a lot that this game is fraught with. And especially in calling the game but let's not see conspiracy where there isn't necessarily conspiracy no that's very a very guys, good point i that's have a, a fair i point. have
2: confirmation deshaun watson is speaking today okay great and that will be
5: Been in minutes okay. that will be very soon minutes seven yeah minutes. all
3: right so i'm sure and, and yeah. we'll do this as we get them but as he makes comments we'll be monitoring the press conference as he makes comments we'll be turning them around for you i don't know if we'll do that in graphic form but one way or another we'll tell you what it is that he's saying to yeah. these questions so- uh, and I'm glad to hear that he is going to speak today. I think it's yeah. a good idea to get it out of the way sooner than later. Uh, Jason, I think you were the one that said maybe he wanted to good days practice under his belt. That's understandable, too. But I do think there's a piece to this, Aditi, where the Browns, there might be a little concern on their end how he's going to handle this. Because in the past, let's be honest, he hasn't knocked these news conferences out of the park.
5: So, I think that there's one thing here is that he can, he should not hold back when asked about what he's done to knock off the rust, if possible, of 700 days of not playing, what he has felt about handling those first team reps, how he has reacclimated himself into that locker room as the leader of this offense, and sort of as Jacoby Brissett has seated. All of those things you should expect full answers on. He can always say, because he does still indeed have two civil lawsuits pending against him, that he is not at liberty to talk about those issues any further or right now. And he can also say that it is, quite frankly, patient-doctor privilege that he can choose not to talk about his treatment and the mental health treatment. He can leave it at the fact that that third-party psychologist had to give reports to the union and the league who had to sign off on his being eligible to return this week. He can stand on that. And we can all be disappointed. To your point, we can say, well, he didn't knock it out of the park. He didn't address this. He didn't do that. But he does have a valid reason of saying, hey, that's my private health care. I don't need to get into that. And he can also say, I've still got lawsuits pending and I've been advised not to address that right now or not to talk about that or i can more fully speak to that when all of that is put to bed so you know we can all want something there are many things that i wish i could hear from him <laughs> but that doesn't mean that i'm going yeah. to hear them from him yeah, and that's, that's what and i would do I indeed. we should I'm, just temper our expectations it's, it's, it's there. Just, i'm sorry adam i cut you off it's, it's not no, it's right.
2: valid that he can do that it's smart that he should. right do that. I, that's what i would do i wouldn't talk about it anymore he has talked about it already there's nothing he's going to say nothing that can make anybody happy I get it as media members we'd like to hear more as a fan I most uh, the Browns fans by and large don't care about it anymore whether we like it or not and so if I were him I would just say hey listen I've talked about it before I've said all I can I'm not going to talk about it anymore let's talk about football I think that's what he wants to talk about I don't know how that's going to go if he tries to do that.
3: But Didi, if you you were there today and, and you were given the luxury of asking the first question, and I've thought a lot about this myself and I've asked a lot of media members this same question that I'm about to pose to you, what is the first question that you would ask under the idea that that's the most important one you feel he needs to answer?
5: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. last ask one that I won't get an answer to. I mean, I just told you that he's got such an out to say, look, I really just want to talk about football. But as a human being, not even as a reporter, as a human being and as a mother. And it's funny because, small segue, my son is now all of a sudden into football cards. And he's always asked me, Mommy, is this person your friend? Mommy, is this person your friend? Mommy, do you like this (laughs) person? As a human, I don't want to be conflicted in who I'm rooting for. And I don't like the idea of just rooting for laundry. So therefore, I would want to know through this process, as you've been away from the team and as if you, you've undergone this intense mental health counseling, treatment, what have you learned? What do you know now that you didn't know six months ago? What do you know now that you didn't know two years ago? I won't get an answer. I won't. Right. But I would want to at least pose the question. And I would also feel, to Adam's point... Yeah we will be attacked if we don't as media members even address that piece of it and only stick to football well then you're getting attacked you're getting attacked either way if you ask the question adam you're getting attacked and it's hey this is a football game ask him about kevin stefanski's offense and the rpos and the bootlegs right and if you only ask him about the rpos and the bootlegs and what he can do with this offense and what it's like to throw to Amari cooper and hand off to nick chubb well, then you're going to get attacked. Hey, you're ignoring all this other stuff. So right. at some point, yeah, you, you just have win. to, what is it that you're curious about? Right. I want to know more about him as a man. And I've said this, and I said this to you guys, I think earlier this week, I don't know how he's going to handle that pressure of Sunday because I don't know him well enough. I don't know if he's going to step on the field Sunday and think he has to win the Super Bowl in his first drive. Right. You know, it's kind of like my very first sideline hit for CBS. I had to keep telling myself, you're not securing a 20-year contract on this first 20-second <laughs> sideline hit. Like, mm-hmm. it is a marathon. It is not just this one hit. Yeah. But there's that pressure. Everything that's attached, what is – is he trying to justify all of it in that first drive? Yeah. And we how really does he We have to get back that? to
3: your CBS call. I, I, we're very grateful that you took 10 minutes for us because I know you're, you, you squeezed us in uh, with all your other duties. So go back to your CBS. Thank you for your thoughts. I think it's very insightful. And – Listen, forget the panic, forget the anxiety. At the end of the day, you are the person for this job. You're going to nail it, kid. Go get him.
5: Jay, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. And I look forward to talking next week. Yes, we can't
2: (laughs) wait until you join us next week. All right, so the story of him not talking yesterday is now irrelevant. Yeah, it is, because he's going to speak
3: soon and we'll have some comments. I'm curious your answer to that as somebody who journalistically thinks about these kinds of issues. You have one question with Deshaun Watson. What is it that
0: you most want to know? Honestly, she stole it. She have, you, have you learned anything? Is there yeah. anything that have you changed at all? Is there any, because he's never going to admit to what he did?
3: No, he has steadfastly denied any wrongdoing, and he will continue to hold that ground. That I—that's I mean, why. Is there I'm anything with you.
2: he could say that's going to make anybody change well, their mind?
3: No. Yes. I, we talked about that on Monday because I had a conversation with someone about that yesterday. Here's yeah. how he could change people's minds. My opinion. Yeah. He hasn't said these words yet. If I aggrieved anyone, if I behaved anything other than gentlemanly, if I made anyone to feel uncomfortable for that, I am truly sorry. Yeah, but
2: that's, people say that a lot. If I offended, he hasn't said that's that, a late, Bull. but that's not a, Here's what he could say that no, I it think. it is, Bull, it's fair. Because, no, here's, here's what I think he could say. I do think there's something, but I think he has to go a step further than okay. that. Okay. If he actually feels this way and he said this, if he said, I've thought about some of these interactions with these women, and I think there were a couple occasions where maybe I put them in a tricky spot.
3: But Bull he steadfastly has maintained every time asked, I've done nothing. Wrong. I hear you. So I can't expect him to say that. I'm if not. He I'm he definitely, definitely
2: not expecting him to say that. I don't even know if that's the case. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I wouldn't want him to cop to something that he didn't. A hundred percent. If he didn't. If he doesn't, so you're really saying feel that if way. he indeed I'm has saying, thought about it. Let's that. say he because there's been. Listen, I think when we hear about these situations, we always jump to conclusions, we we make our decision, we could say, let's leave it neutral, but we all jump to conclusions, we pick our camp and rarely right? do we switch sides, right? And we the truth is, as we've said a million times that only these women, and him know what happened in each particular situation, right? Nobody else knows for sure what happened. I think I've thought it's possible all along, I don't know, I'm just saying it's possible that there was a situation where he a massage can be a little intimate. Sure. Right? Even even in a totally Well, you have it, a woman putting her bare exactly. hands on your bare exactly. skin. Exactly. yeah And there are some times where it's I, I could see it being possible that a man in this situation could cross the line, okay? Not to the point where it's criminal. Right, but to the point where it makes somebody uncomfortable. Sure, or that's, I, that's it's just essentially not appropriate. what I'm saying. And then maybe, and, and maybe, maybe, if you're someone who grew up in a small town and women have been throwing themselves at you because you're a big football star, maybe you don't even realize you're going, you've gone too far. Right. Because in other situations, people have just <clears throat> and and maybe now, I, I, and I don't know that any of this has happened. I'm just saying I think this is possible. And maybe now he's looking back and saying, you know, after all I've been through, maybe I shouldn't have done this or done that. Right. Who knows? Or, maybe or, again, or, I don't expect any of this to happen. I I'm just either. saying yeah. that yeah. would be one thing he could do if he if that was actually the case that some people might say, okay, maybe he
4: has learned or, or maybe, he, you know, or he's saying I don't got to stand trial for no regular people. He, he as a man, I don't went through my 11 game suspension. I took mm-hmm. 11. Who gives a damn about what you think or you think or you think? I don't owe y'all nothing. He may say that you do not argue. Got my money, right? You you took eleven games away. I couldn't say stuff at certain times, and and then to look at, let's be honest here. See, the way the media works is, you know, we he's the he's the puzzle. But the second they said ten people were showing up in that, at that press box. We should have been like this. What the hell are you doing, Busby? What is this? But what are you saying? No, 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 no. Not like, no, not like to the point. Come well, on. We questioned it yesterday. We, I said we, I think the move is dirty. I'm talk- what I'm talking about is totality, the whole thing, everybody. Ain't nobody been on TV or no ESPN, no Fox talking about why would you bring 10 victims to a game to reinsert trauma? People have been saying, but watch gee, this. That's not as egregious a thing as well, somebody potentially potentially uh, uh, abusing. But, but, but watch this. Yeah, let's let's talk about it. He's not allowed talking about none of this stuff, right? Yeah. What happens if Deshaun Watson just ended up accidentally at one of these people's sons' games? What if accidentally it was a soccer game and I just Deshaun Watson just so happened to be at the at the the soccer game with one of these people's parents right. or victims or anybody in their their sphere. People would go crazy and they'd say, he's stalking these but people. But he's the, he's the alleged. Yeah, a, he's not a, the alleged but victim. Here's, the victim. B- but when you talk about NDAs, you talk about what you're supposed to say, what you're not supposed to say, you both sign off and say, listen, we're not doing none of that. We're not speaking about it. And then the lawyer says, well, we just want to be visible. Let's just show up. So at his, your contention is
3: show up when, at his when place they, of when, work. when they got, th- this is something that I hadn't thought of, and that's a good point. It's an interesting point and let's talk about it, when they got the settlement, the cash, and they signed the NDA that said they weren't going to talk about the settlement in public, now they're showing up at his place He's of work, shot. which, by the way, is a public place.
0: Yes, I get that part. It but is it, a public Jason, place. Jason,
3: do you think that that crosses some kind of a line? I didn't
0: like it when I first heard I it. Yeah, I didn't I, like it you know, at all. I don't either. But at the same time, I, I listen, I've I've had issues with Tony Busby in the past. I think it's really dirty on his
3: behalf. I mean, we had it out on the radio. And then not
4: to mention, he advertised it. And then not to mention, the last accuser was completely fraudulent. Let's be clear. Her thing got thrown all the way. She was completely fraudulent in her claims against Deshaun Watson. So the part that Deshaun Watson is saying, as a a man who's been not convicted of two grand juries, as a person who one judge who you said, let's listen to her, gave her six games. Gave him six games. They extended it to 11 games. You took to 11. You paid off the settlements. Everybody said, pay them off and be, just get it done with. Now you done did that. Now they showing up at the game. And then you wonder why he don't want to talk to nobody. He like, listen, kiss my ass. I'm not talking but, to nobody.
2: But here's the thing, G. We were discussing what he could do to change minds. He don't he care don't. at this point. Well, he shouldn't. I, maybe so. But Mother, I'm saying, if he wanted to, now, I, I was just saying what he could do to change. I body. know, but gee, I, I, I
3: understand what you're saying. He shouldn't he, like, he doesn't care what other people think he's served his debt. Now, now let's turn the page. When convicted criminals come out of prison, the, the, the thought is they've served their time. Let's, let's start anew. And you're not going to relitigate the crime every single time you turn the corner. But in the court of public opinion, we do that. Yes, we do. We do that when you're a convicted felon. Even when you're out, yep. you're a convicted felon. True. And I'm not and he's not convicted and he wasn't even indicted. Right. But I do feel like there is some import for him to pay attention to the court of public opinion because the one thing, the biggest misstep, the biggest banana peel that tripped him up the last time was his refusal to and now an innocent man shouldn't show remorse. So I can understand if he did nothing why he would stay in there and say I'm not remorseful. But that's I impossible to wrong. believe
2: that he did nothing.
3: It is because the league has For spoken. Me. The investigation that was the most in depth to what, what happened determined that he was was over the line to the point where he would be suspended eleven games. So I know it's tricky. He can't come out and say that he's sorry because there's two pending cases. But, but the court of public opinion is still a thing
4: and they will kill him if not they to, don't get the right answer. Not to mention, hold on, how is this? Hold on, I thought the Texans got sued too. I thought, but you bring them back into the, the luxury boxes? You just got sued for the same thing Watson did. Nobody, I need to hear those questions. Why would you bring accusers and victims well, I, don't, do I don't
2: think the Texans are bringing them. Didn't they buy? No, it? it's no. Busby, Busby bought yeah. the suite. He bought the suite. And and here's the thing: it. it's a publicity stunt. Yes, yeah, of course it is. Because if
3: it wasn't, he wouldn't have made it public. And of course it is. It's, they it's are tasteful. props, and that's what I hate about it. If they are indeed alleged victim or, or actual victims, the fact that their lawyer would use them as a prop in a publicity stunt makes me sick to my stomach. And for all the people,
4: well, they've that, agreed to do And it. for all the people that have been have been sexually assaulted, have been through trauma. I can never like I got a wife. We all got wives. You think I'm going to some game? Well, we if, can't if, speak it, for that. Wh- I mean, we don't know. I'm, not, not,
3: I'm speaking for me. What about this? What I'm about only the, me. The, the victim statement? Yeah, there is, is a thing. Okay, yes. when a, a relative of a, a deceased victim from a murder trial at the end of the sentencing, that is cathartic and therapeutic for the family to stand in front of the victim and say you know what you may have taken my son or my daughter or my
0: spouse but you didn't break me maybe this is cathartic and therapeutic for the women as well and that's why i want to be very careful with where we're taking this thing yes because i agree with a lot of what you guys are saying but the only people that Bull said earlier the only people that know what happened is the women and Deshaun. That's the only ones who know for sure. And if these women are victims in some way, then you heal how you have to heal. And if that means showing up... That's their equivalent of a victim statement. It's not like they're going to see them.
4: Listen, it's not like they're going to see them. They're going to be 500 feet (laughs) up Uh, in the air. They're never going to be face-to-face with them. I 100% agree with that. Listen, you got a right to stand in front of your accuser. It's a public place. The lawyer did it. It don't matter if I agree with it or not. But here's another thing. Sean Watson also has uh, uh, he also has the right to say you know what I don't want to talk to y'all today and I don't want to talk about this and I don't want to talk about that and I don't want to talk about that. and Well, so, to
3: a, to a, to an extent, to an there ex- is
4: a, there is a responsibility
3: and an obligation that players, particularly quarterbacks, yes. have. To speak to the media. Right. I want to but talk he about doesn't have to speak he, about he the off the field He, he, no, he can, he can, can football absolutely right. say not answering that right. football question. And he is going to speak. Because
2: he's speaking today. Yeah. No, I'm, no. What,
3: what time does the availability start? Right. 1130? He should
0: be talking. 1115, locker room open. Okay. He should be talking within the I'm next very, five minutes.
3: Well,
4: so. I know you'll be scanning social. I'm when you see something, you let us know that. what he's saying. Uh, would you uh, be surprised if if I want to see. I really want to see if he does speak about it.
0: As somebody who lives this and does it every day and works in it. I was talking to someone on, on our desk uh, at the athletic, and I said, "I'm I'm done. I have nothing else to ask on this. I've written the columns. I wanted to write. I addressed this. I have nothing else to ask. It's time to get back to covering football. And that's not trying to be insensitive, or dismiss no. what happened, but just what else is there to say? I Do got t- I got a team to cover. I always used to yeah. tell
3: I always used to tell the desk and assignment editors and even executive producers, handcuffs." Newsroom, touchdowns, sports department. Yeah, I used to hate when that line, and it happened to me a lot in Columbus when I was covering Ohio oh, State. Oh sure, yeah. One notable ty- story I remember: Tommy Hoying, mm. the younger brother of Bobby, was arrested on a DUI. And the clique at that time was Bobby Hoying, Mike Vrabel, Luke Fickle, Matt Finkus, Ryan Miller. I was friendly with Ryan Miller. We had just, you know, we had a lot in common. We had a friendship, and it was very difficult for me. They would send me out to the Woody Hayes facility for a noon show. Mm -hmm. And they wanted me to break the story that overnight Tommy Hoying had been arrested for DUI. And I did not want to do it. I did not want to do it. I looked in the newsroom. I said, there's 10 reporters here that can do it. You're the sports guy. I said, yeah. It's, a, it's sports a sports personality, story. but it's not a sports store. It's not even right? someone on the team. And by the way, he was a backup quarterback yeah. at the time. He oh, was on the team. Right. I, You're right. I know. I'm but he wasn't. You're right. So, so they made me stand at the Woody Hayes facility and say that Tommy Hoying was arrested last night with a DUI, and I took my medicine. But man, as the players started coming into the Woody Hayes facility to practice, I wasn't fearful for my safety. I, I, I knew that they weren't dumb enough to do anything, but... I heard I heard it from all of them all of them. the hell you do you know what why do you why are you talking about that? That's not a story. That's not even
2: a story. And yes, I didn't is.
3: disagree with them. No it well, was is a story.
2: story. not oh. for me. It's well, not oh, a sports story right, right, right. It's, it's, it, but, that, but, but things have changed obviously. when yeah. I started doing sports talk 21 years ago, whatever it was, I, I rarely talked about stuff off the field. You didn't know as much you know, in those days. And now... No, but when when there were big stories. Right, but this Deshaun Watson story, obviously, we've talked about it. We've talked about it. At this point, to me, I got... There's really nothing left to say about... We know as much as we're going to know at this point, you know? By the way, Amari Cooper speaking right now. Okay. So, he may be... Next, he may be last.
3: Yeah.
1: Watson is one of four players scheduled to speak. It's Cooper, Watson, Taki Taki, and and Batonio. Those are the four players scheduled to speak today. So Watson is not first. He may be second, third, or fourth. As soon as he does, did
3: they li- did, did, did Browns put out a list of who was going to be speaking? No, that was from
4: some inside sources okay. back here.
3: I was just because I was just wondering and, if they listed them in that order. Maybe it's
4: likely that that's the order they'll come out. And by the way, I, I would I would I would love uh, just for me. I would love to see him take the challenge of speaking. I would love to see him take the challenge of you saying, answer the, let's answer this question. Because I think it's a certain thing, communication is very, it, it's very important because communication controls your narrative. People like Adidi said right there, Aditi says, I don't know him. I don't know how he's going to handle pressure. I don't know because I don't know enough about him. And when you have handlers, and, and trust me, you're and I don't like the word handlers because that that's disrespectful to me. When you have people who are in your sphere that are helping you, um, you know, manage your image, right, and, and, and what to say. My thing is, it's it's more powerful coming from you. So when you do get it right, and you are in control of your own narrative, and you speak from your heart, but you can also. Weave and tap dance and say, well, I can't talk about that, but I'll do as as good a job as I can. But are you myself.
3: confident that he can do that based on what we've seen so far with him?
4: Well, I wouldn't, but he's been gone a long time. He's been gone, what, three, four months? And and one of the things that I've always wanted to say, see was, hey, let's get with some of these image consultants. Let's get with these. Ladies. I hope he's undergone more media let's training. Let's get with the media training so we can, everybody can do it. It's just about putting the practice the time and the energy in—he is a very highly intelligent individual. If you hear him talking about football, the way he talks about the game at a different level in the quarterback position, it is special. I know that cognitively, it's there. It's just about putting the time, some energy. Some people and never into feel
3: it. the truth of the matter is some people never feel comfortable standing in front of a microphone.
0: It's—it's it's intimidating.
3: I, I, I always hearken back to Ricky Williams, who was terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely had a phobia of speaking publicly. To the media, one-on-one interviews, anything—he just did not enjoy it. I can understand it. Corey if DeSean, Kluber is was it?
2: horrible doing it. Corey interviews. hated it too. Hated it. And supposedly in the locker room, he was great. Like everybody, you know. Right, but we did never co- got. Did to you see cover, that cover side him much, Kluber? Briefly, yeah, a little bit.
3: Yeah, we never, we never saw that. He was like a robot. He barely said anything. I interviewed him a number of times, and after yeah, he was every single interview, I just thought the Bieber's not very good a, either. Someone's got a remote control, and they're they rec- they moving yeah, right. this guy's lips. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. words are falling out. But I, you're right. I heard from teammates that. He's a great locker room guy. Good personality, a sense of humor, which you would never think. Never. But okay, um, I, I, I do think that we're going to kind of, we have to be on standby with his comments. We're
1: going to pivot the show, so we're going to skip the bucket game. We'll play that tomorrow. You want to move with, that with DaQuell? So okay. we're not going to do it with Joe Thomas. We'll do it with you guys and DaQuell tomorrow. So no, we won't do it at all today. We won't do the bucket we game We'll say that here for tomorrow and with Joe Thomas. Uh, yeah, we'll do it with DaQuell, but we can't do it with Joe Thomas unless we do it with you guys first because there's oh. there's one outcome. So, I don't want you guys to Got see it. it with Joe and then... Well, why die? can't she we do
3: it now real say. quick? I mean, if you want, we can do it. We're, we're going to. Well, we're, we're not going to hear from Watson
1: for probably 10 minutes. If we do it now, we don't get to no fence riders. And i right. start okay. no fence All riders with right. yeah. your bucket game. So, All right. So, Maurice is on? Maurice will be on in a sec. But let's start no fence riders because Joe's coming on at 12 no matter what. So, okay. let's get these in. We may end Maurice with Ohio State then. As soon as he's ready, we'll bring him All in. All right. Just let us know when he's in. So, where are we starting no fence riders? This is no fence riders. Yes or no answers to questions about the game. A lot of them involve the one and only Deshaun Watson, including question one. Will Deshaun Watson target Amari Cooper more than Donovan Peoples-Jones and David Bell combined? Only one person said no, and that is G. Bush. It
4: was an odd question, by the way. Very. I thought it was strange. David Bell has made a a picture from the graveyard. I, David Bell is... is it, I don't think so. I think he'll, he'll be spreading the ball around. It's spray spread game. Like I think Deshaun Watson is never really... Targeted one person um, and I just think he'll throw the ball to who's ever open um, until he figures out some sort of rapport with people. But for me, no, I think he'll throw the ball around.
3: Well, I- I'm just looking at, I, I think, I don't know if you went back and looked at the previous 11 games. I would imagine that in nine of those 11 games, Amari Cooper had more targets than the two of them combined. Just my guess off He did of my it most,
1: head. but not last week.
3: I know not last week, but it, it, for my memory, the majority of the games he was the overwhelming target, and there were games where we kept asking, "Is David Bell still on the team?" Yeah, you know he was out yeah. of a milk
2: carton. I think they ran more three receiver sets last week than they, they did, have all yeah. year. I think we'll see more of that. Why, why do you guys think that? Be, that they did maybe that? to kind
4: of get ready for Watson. I wondered. I wondered about, about that to too.
3: <laughs> I, I wondered about that.
4: I think. I think. Well, twofold. Um, you look at it when you run more three receiver sets, that means you take one of your tight ends out of the game. So Harrison Bryant's out of the game and you look at it, they'll probably be throwing the ball more. The the truth is, you know, if you're throwing the ball a lot and and Nick Chubb is getting 16, 17 carries or whatever the case may be, and you get a top-dodge quarterback who you think is going to be great, you're be throwing the ball a little more. You have more diversity in receivers and routes. I mean, I don't think I've seen a four wide receiver set all that Not much. Not for the Browns. Not, like, yeah. Maybe in a couple
3: games when yeah. they were down big. And yeah. that's a
4: regular sight in other teams, right? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, we haven't seen it. All
1: right, Maurice is setting up right now, so we'll bring him in on the next question. Okay. But for this one, question number two. Will the Houston Texans score at least three times this game? It was a 4-2 split. Tyvis G. Brad and Bull said... Yes. Wow. Jay and Jason said no.
3: Damn, I hope they don't. Field goals count, right? No, yeah, they field count. Goals field goals count. count. This is any three, three scoring scores. drive.
0: I've, I've, I've told.
3: Totally... Or it could be a pick six or pick six a six return. Is, I mean, the reach. Browns
0: haven't held any team under three. I know the Texans are terrible. Well, that's but, the thing. I, I'm kind of flipped on this. I, I've i thought all along this game was going to be close and they were going to struggle. Yeah. The Texans have given up. Like, Tom they, Brady and given the Bucks up. only scored three times. Right. I, I, I just could see the game. I think it's going
2: to be a blowout, but I could see it being – you know, thirty one, thirty. They get a couple or, cheap
3: ones later something. Yeah,
2: I think it's gonna be a blowout. That's what happened last week against Miami. They scored three, I think three maybe. It was twice. thirty
3: to nothing and it yeah, ended up half-time. thirty to
2: fifteen. Yeah. So all right. It's
3: it's interesting. I, I hope they don't. I, I I just keep thinking, I know how good that defense can be. I know the, the individual pieces, and I know sometimes, you know, the sum of the parts. But I just keep I keep saying there's gotta be something there. And they've got to be getting closer to it, just through trial and error. Yeah, but and, you know it could be nine points. I mean, now it could be yeah. nine points. But I, I just I think they're going
4: to really, really step up. If if the Browns are up like that at halftime, I'm interested to see if he continues to put his foot on the gas. You know, Stefanski so doesn't seem like a guy who's still going to throw the ball all over the park. He the calls games.
3: plays to the scoreboard. Always. All has. All
4: the, so my thing is, if you, if they're up and you got a new quarterback. I think you should still keep running your offense. To use it as, like, live, it's live practice. reps. It's
2: live reps. I think they're going to th- run the ball a lot in this game. Really? You do? Yeah, because I think they're not going to want to overdo it in Watson's first game in a game that I think they're going to win. So not put it entirely in his hands? Yeah, I mean, because I, I believe and I think they'll believe that he will have some rust. And I don't think they want to make him throw you think 45 that? You think, passes you think that they'll be more running?
0: I think he will be running a lot. I, you I, I see a lot of RPO with, that too, with yeah. him. I can't it's, wait to see that piece. It's him or Nick. You know, yeah, it's either right. give it right. or pull it back. And I
2: can't wait to see that piece.
3: I think Chubb's going to have a
0: monster
2: game. I think he could, I think he could run for 150-plus in this game.
0: Hopefully
4: he's on my fantasy
2: team.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: It'd be
3: nice, too, because that, I think that would take a lot of the pressure off. Yeah. You know, if that is the game plan, I, can, I, would, I would say it's, it's smart on Stefanski's yeah. behalf. Because the one thing you don't want, and I don't think anybody here thinks that it could happen, the, the worst-case scenario is that they lose, and it's Watson's fault.
4: Oh yeah, that
3: is the worst
4: case. Or they, scenario. Lo- they lose, it's Watson's fault, and he get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, see, I
2: don't. Even, I don't let my
3: mind
4: go there. Right, no, you've right.
2: done that a number of times. I keep with the hurt. I might cry. No. no. <laughs> you will cry. No. Six and oh, six and zero. Six and is done.
3: No more Kool Aid.
1: Nope. Question number three. Maurice is logging off. He's logging back in. We got his okay. audio fixed, so he'll be here in a sec. But question okay, number okay. three: Will Nick Chubb outrush the Texans by himself? Somebody says no. That person's not here, meaning everyone on set today said yes.
2: Tyvus is wrong. Tyvis is lost in the soup. I mean, it's how they gonna get some yards? They got an, Their rookie back has actually been pretty good, but they fall. They're gonna probably fall behind, and they're not. They they they, they just don't do anything well. I don't we know. do
3: have to remember that the Browns' rush defense is on par of as one of the worst in the game Agreed. in twenty
2: years. Yes, but. If I'm the Browns, I'm not even worried about the passing game. They don't even
4: have a quarterback.
3: So you're going all in to stop the run.
4: Yes. Yeah, I tend to agree. Yeah, I got 10 people up there. (laughs) 10. But at some
3: point, they went all in to stop San Diego's ground attack, and they couldn't. Now I know they had a great back.
2: But, but they couldn't go all in like you could against the Texans because I mean, they got, they got the a Herbert. great quarterback. Yeah, they, sure. they, they got Mike you know, Williams. You, and and they, this team doesn't have a quarterback. The
0: Browns can do to the Texans what a lot of teams have done to the, the, the Browns. Right. Here. You're
2: right. <laughs> just take that film yeah. and just transpose and it. it.
0: Yeah. But
4: there their quarterback
2: <laughs> is significantly
1: worse than Jacoby yes. Brissett. Yes. Yes. I mean, Davis Mills has been awful. Yeah. Uh, is, is, is Maurice on? We got Maurice. Maurice, what's up, man? How you doing? Whoa, what's up, brother? What's going on?
3: What's up, man? Wow, that's an interesting locale. Are you on a subway train? Where are you? (laughs) (laughs) Got a bad connection.
6: No, so uh, I'm actually in Cleveland, rolling through the streets.
3: You're in Cleveland. Okay, very good. Hey, uh, before we start with no fence riders, we're going to finish with the Ohio State stuff, and we'll give you your your moment on that. I wanted to uh, commend you and congratulate you the story that game day did yes. on Saturday before the Ohio State-Michigan game was a true testament to a man who self-examines and reassesses and pivots and takes lemons and turns it into lemonade. I thought that Gene Wojciechowski, and I talked to him after the piece about it, I think he I thought he did a marvelous job. He's my favorite television reporter anyhow. But I I wanted to congratulate you for telling your story in a way that was very endearing. And um, we we couldn't be more proud of you and and the work that you've done to to make all this stuff happen for yourself.
6: No, thank you. Um, I want to hold it real quick. Let me close this up. Now, I really am in Cleveland. and I had to come to Tennessee now, but thanks for... um, Uh, for the compliments, but uh, me and Gene have had a long relationship. We were able to get back together 20 years later and complete the story. Uh, I was happy with how it turned out. Um, You know, and and what everybody's seen, uh, and I always say it, it's just a process that's been taking place for the last, you know, 10 or 15 years of my life. Right. Uh, Just getting up every day, working, uh, compounding positive effort, uh, handling my business like I'm supposed to, and, You know, I came to the show, what was it, last spring or summer when I began to talk to you all, but, and and I kind of shared some of my life with you all, but uh, that small six minute clip kind of showed a a larger part of it. You know, I wasn't joking. I was in the backseat doing it, but I'm really in Cleveland ripping and running, doing business and and chatting (laughs) with you right now, but it's it's literally what I do every day. I think Gene said in the story
3: that you try to fit 28 hours into every single day.
6: Oh, uh, absolutely! Every single day, I get up and handle business, and uh, the, the title was correct. You know, you don't want to waste any days of your life. Uh, I think being in prison, you start to realize how much time was wasted um, just playing around with your life. You know, not taking yourself serious, not doing some of the stuff that you promised yourself you'd do, uh, taking things taking things or opportunities for granted. And so, I get up like I got up today. We got in at midnight last night, and uh, up in Independence, and. I was up at it 4:30 this morning, getting after it. And um, uh, I don't, uh, you know, I, I do believe in sleep, but I also believe that if you have opportunity in front of you, if you're serious about it, and if you're serious about handling business and holding your commitments to your partners and holding commitments to the people who are in business with you, that you'll get up and you do what it takes to make something successful. And uh, I've been fortunate enough to do that. And um, I don't know. I, I, after i hit, after i was done with the piece i hit you up and i told you i was happy with it i was happy with gene uh right i'm happy with life happy to have joined the show um after a baby and after all those other crazy things i thought i'd be able to get up to cleveland more and sit down and hopefully enjoy this part of uh of the season and get a studio and be a studio but i don't know I, i'm just loving where my life is at right now
3: well i i you should be and uh I, as someone who's a friend of yours and gene i know there was beef there for a long time. I'm really glad that that bridge has been mended because you're both excellent human beings. Back to fence riders.
1: Um, question number four. Question gonna... number four. Maurice, we'll start with you like usual. Will this be the game the Browns defense finally forces multiple turnovers? What say
6: you? So, so me and my buddy, uh, my buddy Brown, we say yes. So, I looked at my no fence rider questions before this, and I say yes because I'm homer and I'll hope Cleveland wins by a million. Yeah, baby. <laughs> How about this? I'm pumped up like everybody else that Deshaun is playing, and I'm happy he's back there playing. I think that the uh, not the crowd will go around. They'll probably boo him. But hopefully the Browns get excited about what's going on and uh, we get us more turnovers than uh, than we usually get. And, uh, so I'm saying yes.
4: Hey, 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 Maurice, you got your Kool-Aid, right? I, I sent that, I got the Kool-Aid ready for us to drink. The 6-0 joint, it got <laughs> the jar, it got the thermos. You can get those over at uh, Circle K as well. Just tell them G-Bush sent you and go get the Kool-Aid. Just ask for the 6-0. 6-0, get that 6-0. 6, and, 6 don't, and special. Yeah, if they go up there, please don't go up there for real, though. Like, <laughs> I got a lot of really crazy hey. people in there. Don't go to Circle Jeepers, nice, bro.
6: <laughs>
1: Only one person no, agreed I, I, with Maurice I, I, on this, by the way. Oh, wow. Really? And that was both. I'm drinking was... the Kool-Aid.
6: Hey, listen to me. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid because I'm a forever uh, optimistic fan with, about the Browns and all things turning around. So, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. I,
2: mean, I just I know the Browns haven't turned the ball over or forced a lot of turnovers this year. Is it still three? Do they have three takeaways? I don't even know what the number is. I just this is more about the Texans being awful and their quarterback likely throwing some picks. I think
4: the yeah. Browns will
2: and I think they'll just be more they were more aggressive defensively against eight. Tampa. I
4: think they'll be more aggressive this week. I don't it's so funny. They say they got eight. I remember Denzel Ward got one against the Falcons. I think they Grant Grant picked got, off Baker. There was a there's a fumble recovery against the uh Clowney sack, the Ravens. Flacco. Clowney against Flacco. Myers Garrett, Garrett Miles forced Garrett force one. Forced one. Yep. If you can name all the turnovers off. The that's top a of your bad that's thing. A well, thing. there's eight you don't have and that there's many. 11 <laughs> games, so they're not even averaging a turnover no, a game. Yeah, no, <laughs> That's like my mom hey, said, wait, this the game the corner. Right here.
3: Yeah, you're right. I mean, you, you would think that there has to be a regression. There has, or in this case, <laughs> you'd think that they would pile them up. Right. Because they've been without turnovers all year, but I think that's also a product of they don't blitz. They're not aggressive on defense. They're waiting for the play to come to them, and that's that's and they have not no a ag-
4: pass rush besides Miles Garrett. How, yeah. That's how, so, how mad are y'all going to be if all of a sudden Joe Woods says, "Oh, you know what? Let's just uh, let's, let's, let's turn the false. I won't be mad. I'd be. I, I, I would say fine. I could see it happening in this game. Where has this been t- all year? I'll be, yeah. yeah. be mad as hell. I'm not going to be mad. I would be mad as hell. I'm like, where is this at, Jason? Where was this? He was like, "Hey, man, we just figured some things out." I, I don't know, Goodness. I don't want to. That's the problem with going six and zero. Well, you know, when that's going to be a question
3: mark. W- if but they do. I, here's what I was thinking about yesterday at the beginning of the season when they were starting their macro game plan. How are we going to address the season? I imagine that this discussion was had. We can't be super aggressive because we don't have the quarterback offensively. That if we get in a two score hold, yeah. a two score hole, that he he's not built to bring them back from that. Damn. So I think that that was a, probably a conscious effort for them to Damn. lay off on the blitzes yeah. because we can't get burned.
2: Well, surprisingly, that was, their that blitz was,
4: rate is middle of the pack. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed that. You know what, Jay? I don't know why the hell I didn't think about that. That was that was really – that's really right. Like, if, if Yeah, I'm, but at some point he should have changed that thinking because – Jacoby was playing well, the defense well, was
0: what they were doing if, wasn't working.
4: Yeah, if, if, no. But if but if Safansky, if, they're, if we go on, on the premise that the whole analytics thing is really huge in the way that they call a game, if they say, if I believe that Nick Chubb is only going to get under 20 carries because I've read the tea leaves, who's to say that they took, went into the season saying, look, you can't be blitzing a bunch of people getting us beat to sleep early in the game. You got to keep us in the game a little bit. And they say we're not going to blitz over this amount of many times.
2: Nah, I don't buy
4: that. They're middle of the road. They're actually middle of the road in blitz I like like the theory, too. All right, what's the next? uh, We got two more more
1: questions. Question number five. Jacoby Brissett threw multiple touchdowns twice in 11 games. Will Deshaun Watson do it in his first game as the Browns starter? Maurice, we'll start with you.
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I, 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 I need everybody to be on the same side of the fence for me on this
1: one. I think I, – I think No? We had a four-to-two oh, split. What? And one person on the panel, and it's the person smiling right now. I'm looking at you, Jason. <laughs> is agreeing with Tyvus in the no. Jason, I'll let you explain first. I think he's, gonna
0: he's going to run it. Oh, he's going to run <laughs> like Okay.
4: All right. <laughs>
0: you know, like – He didn't say total, it, right? It's tricky. These questions are tricky because you get it down to the goal line – or you get it down inside the ten, or even the fifteen. He'll just run it in. Yeah. So I, that's right. why I said I said. And plus, I, see that. I don't know that I trust all the receivers yet. So I, I, I think. You. you I know. think you're going to
3: score multiple,
0: and he may throw for one or run for one.
3: Okay. Nick Chubb
0: three touchdowns
3: this week. Woo. And you're saying that Brissett's going to throw for two. Yeah. Or, or excuse me, Watson. Watson. Yeah. So there's. Five touchdowns, so that's a minimum of
2: 35 points. Yeah, I think they scored a ton of points in this game. All
1: right, I hope you're right. Okay, what's the last one? The last question, once again, not unanimous. This one, Tyvus gave me a hell no on. I'll give you that originally. I saw that. Will Anthony Schwartz get at least three touches? That could be handoffs, targets, catches. Is he going to touch the ball three times on Sunday, Maurice?
6: Let's let's hope so. Let's say yes. Um... (laughs) I'll say yes. Man, he is stirring hey, the Kool-Aid.
4: Hey, that Kool-Aid. Hey, you, you spiked the Kool-Aid.
6: I like it, Maurice. <laughs> he did spike I it. I am
4: glad Maurice right? says
1: yes. Brad Sellers says yes. And nobody else. It is the seven-footer on one side of the fence looking no, over no at way. the rest of us on the no side. By the way, he oh, is yeah. standing He's on the ground. Like He's not on, on the stool.
3: stool. <laughs> He's really that tall. <laughs> No, no way he touches it three times, man. We almost
1: all
4: had seizures when he touched it twice Twice. in a game. Hey, listen. I I needed defib paddles. Hey, Maurice, I feel like he's warming it. Stefanski's been warming his playbook up for a long time. Like, if we see him running down the middle of the field, I'm going to go crazy.
6: Well, we can say this. Well, there's a whole lot more plays you can call with Deshaun Watson. The the playbook opens up drastically. And so we don't know what's going to happen. All, all, all we do know is that uh, we have more firepower back there uh, and, and that we'll be able to score more points. You know, it does open the playbook. I, I kind of
3: close my eyes and see this vision of Schwartz running in motion. Oh, yeah. He's the and motion guy. The snap comes to Watson and, and Schwartz is already at full speed. Now, can you imagine... An RPO where he's just turning to Schwartz. The defense is all going to focus on him because of his speed. That might leave
0: the left side wide open for Watson just to keep it and go. Well, I was talking to Wyatt Teller about this this week, and he said linemen love playing in this offense. Be kind of what you were talking about. You look over here. We're going over here. Yep. You look there. It's the misdirection. Sure. And they, the linemen, love that. I bet.
3: Yeah. So we, I, I think we have the line that's built to play this kind of football too. It feels like we do. I'm still not sure about Wills, but if everybody plays or up, Orhagen
2: does at center.
1: Yeah. No I gotta chime in. Brad just texted me and said, "Here's Schwartz's three touches, two reverses, and a drop." So, there's just three. Well, a drop is not a touch. <laughs> That's
4: That's a target. That doesn't
2: count as a touch. That's
3: a thing.
1: It, it does count, Brad. I got you. I'll back you it up. It doesn't what?
3: count as a touch. A that drop. doesn't count in the box score as a touch. My, a my, touch. I put uh, it in the yeah. text that I was counting yeah. drops as touches. A, a drop is what? not it was, a touch. It was in the question. A drop is not a touch. Anthony, Sh-
4: Anthony Schwartz will be. I think he's going to be designated as the screen reverse jet sweep guy. Like he, his catches were all. If you watch Deshaun Watson play, they have always got one guy designated that they're going to throw quick screens to. <laughs> Did you see the Twitter clip Hayden Grove put out yesterday? <laughs> oh, Schwartz <laughs> dropped oh, the yeah. ball. Was it Bell <laughs> oh, the other right? no, one? Now there was a lot
0: of drops. There was a lot of them. There was a I lot think of drops. Bell and Schwartz. Yeah, there was a lot of drops. It was, in it was Bell, Watson strong
1: Harrison Bryant and Pharrell Brown. Yeah. Was, oh, well, oh, yeah. I got to tell you though, I,
3: those balls didn't seem to have a lot of juice on them. But I, I was I was talking to Channel 3's sports photographer. And he said, and this is the thing for f- photographers that shoot a lot of sports, they, they, they get the pacing of the pass yeah. as they're shooting it. And he goes, I was behind on everything. I was behind I, yeah, in I my pants. Yeah, I he was throwing hard. He looked because, like he was throwing bullets I me. mean, I know at times he was. He, he said flat out, he goes, these boys couldn't catch it. Yeah. Because he had too much on it. But he said, I've got to improve my game because my pans were behind <laughs> everything. I was used to the ball, <laughs> yeah. traveling at Jacoby Brissett speed, and he said, this dude's throwing fastballs out there. Yeah.
0: Balls hitting yeah. people in the face. And for that reason, no three touches. <laughs> 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 Oops, sorry. Yep.
3: Hey, Maurice, um, we got a couple of minutes left with you, and I wanted you to talk Ohio State-Michigan because Ooh. you really were the, were the guy who, going back a couple of weeks, said, this game scares the hell out of me because of the nasty factor. You said... Ohio yep. State was too pretty. Your text to me right at the end of the game was two words.
6: Too cute. And you were right, you nailed it. Too cute. Yeah, I mean, um I I, I, I seen it before. You see it in recruiting, you see it uh just in town, you see it when they interview. Uh I just you just had no grunginess, man. You don't have like there's no pride in Ohio-style, grungy Midwest football. Uh, I don't care if my opinion is liked or not. I'm not really here for that. I'm just here to say what I see. And these guys just weren't tough. Like, even when they get smacked in the face and Michigan starts to put their foot up their butt, um, you know, you you, you didn't have anybody respond. There was nobody getting mad. There was nobody who was angry. There was nobody who was running uh, with authority. There was nobody who was tackling and trying to knock somebody's head off. There was no there, there there wasn't that moxie that you get from your premier football teams and uh, even from a coaching standpoint uh, it, it almost felt like Harbaugh bullied Ryan Day and um, excuse me whatever his name is uh, Bowles uh, the the defensive coordinator uh, it, right. it just it just felt like that they even really if, even he said they for stole their lunch money yeah yeah I mean but just even just think about that even for him to say something like that. He's watching the same game that everybody else is watching. Uh, you don't like you just don't rip off two 50 plus yard runs in your uh, in your rivalry game like uh, f- like when you have 11 game win seasons like they can probably pick up me or one of you off the couch or on the chairs and we can go win 11 games and you don't get paid to beat Toledo's and Kent State's and stuff like that you get paid to be competitive and you get paid to beat the big time teams. And that's what it is in Columbus is when you market yourself as the Ohio State and you uh, trademark the name and you talk about these five-star recruits and you talk about uh, just having this premier program. Nobody um, nobody feels bad for talking about you the way that they do when you perform like that. And that's the standard that they hold themselves to. That's the standard I hold themselves to. And I told you, you need to get people in there early in the season to – see what you're made of, just as well as you had in Notre Dame. You need a couple more teams to fight against, to see what you have, to see what you need to go recruit. Uh, but they better be happy it happened now. And maybe they woke up, and maybe that makes them mad. And maybe that brings a, a, another level of aggression that they didn't have before. And maybe if they get in the playoffs, you see it then. Or who knows? You know, I, I don't know. But but you can't, like I said before, you can't beat those Georgia guys like that. Uh, you need, like I said, you need borderline degenerates out there uh, when I played, I was a borderline degenerate. I'm serious. Like you just need people who are like borderline degenerates who that's what they do. They play football. They're you know you got to contain them off the field and they they may need a mentor or two. Uh, you know you might have to tell them to go to class and all that other stuff. But that's part of it, you know. Um, don't you have three years know, of eligibility left? By the, the way, guys. Are bad. <laughs> hey, by the way, this this just coming
2: down. Brett McMurphy just tweeted this. College football playoff officially announces yes. it will expand to 12 teams in 2024.
3: Yeah, that, that with The roadblock, the final roadblock for that was cleared last night when the Rose, Rose Bowl, Bowl finally came to the financial agreement. Boy, they got paid. Yep. The first but,
2: championship game in the 12-team playoff we played on january 20th. Yes. 2025. Which Woo. I think
6: is excellent news.
2: So we only have one Woo. more year of this nonsense of yeah. a, a, a group of people going
3: in a room and voting who the best are. <laughs> Imagine gonna, if we did that well, in the they'll NFL. Still be voting. That's going to be for, they'll be voting but, not for they'll, the they'll,
2: but 7 through 12. That's yeah, a beautiful Kick thing. around
3: 8 through 12. I don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, that's going
2: to yeah. be but beautiful. But
3: the people, the teams that belong are going to be in and that's the way it should be. Yes. Um, Maurice, yes. Mike's got, a, uh, question
1: Mike's got a question from a viewer. Maurice, we do have an internet question. Whenever we take questions from the internet, it's brought to us by our good friends over at PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils and Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Today's question comes from Kenneth Yablanowski. Do you think the fact that Ohio State lost two three-star recruits on the sidelines for that game who have now chosen the school up north, do you think it will affect other recruits?
6: Uh, yeah, it, it has to uh, because Michigan will be able to hang their hat on. Uh, We're no spots recruiting here. We'll win the big game. We'll send you to the NFL. And they're, they're no longer a program that's in the dumps or trying to find their way again. Dave came and beat the big bad Ohio State, two times in a row which makes kids into believers and uh it's not this prima donna program I, I, I don't i don't think you all realize when when these kids get recruited now uh the experience around getting recruited around ohio state isn't what it was before uh there isn't this sense of gratitude there isn't this sense of like i want you it's almost like it's a privilege to be here and it, it, it's turned into something else and i just think you lose a different kid or you lose different people when you recruit like that or when that becomes your reputation and I, I can I can say this not from like uh, vague hope and belief. I said from being out there on the road and kids talking about their experience uh, being recruited by Ohio State and uh, things of that nature. So you'll you'll have uh, you'll you'll lose a bunch, but hopefully I can say hopefully through this loss it brought a level of humility and it brings a level of hunger and it and it takes out this pre madonna feel that really isn't Big 10 or, or like Midwest football like. Um, I don't know, SEC football has this brand of football and how they play and how they win and what they do. And I, I, I just hope that we can keep, like, that that brand, that mentality, that grunginess, that fight, that hunger, that same thing for for what we do doing uh, the Big Ten in the Midwest and uh, we get away from all this cute stuff. Um, I, I can guarantee you uh, Luke Fickle isn't going up to uh, Madison, Wisconsin to get cute. He's going up there and, uh, to, to ground and pound. and. Bring some tough guys in, and and he's going to play old school Big Ten football. And you know you can splash in a in of modern stuff where you're passing the ball and running around because you have to do it to compete in the playoffs. But you know you know you need you need that you need the old school football. We're from Ohio, man. We play yep. a certain way.
3: Get physical, uh, Maurice. Thank you very Thanks, much. Maurice. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Have a great week. Go make that. All money. And speak- All right.
5: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music.